Welcome to Put a Word on It, a podcast presented by Men of Valor. In each episode, we're going to talk with a different man, but each one with a unique journey from brokenness to freedom. I'm your host, Rudy Kalis. I spent over 40 years as a TV sportscaster, then retired and joined the Men of Valor program as a volunteer. So join the conversation, reconciling men to God, their families, and society. Thanks for joining us again. Another edition of Put a Word on It, brought to you by CoreCivic. You do appreciate all of their support through the years. You know, a lot of times we do the interviews with guys that have been incarcerated. They get out and uh, the things that they've gone through in their lives. But there's a new member of the staff here, a strong young man who never was in prison before he was that close. And all the things that he went through in his life make him a perfect candidate to be able to relate to these guys that are here. So it's a great time. So we really enjoyed spending time with Mark Hodge. I think you will too. He's a colorful young man in more ways than one. I got to start with a great artwork, though. You, yeah. you started getting it when? 18 years old. What made you want to do the first ones? Oh, man, I don't know. I don't know, because I'm, I'm the only one in the family that has them. Uh, at that point, my family is very vanilla, um, no tattoos. I had earrings for the longest time, and I don't know. I just, I, you know, I, I always had this sense I wanted to be a rebel. I didn't want to be like everybody else, so I had to do something different. So the first one was on my back, and it's a nickname. I played soccer, so the nickname is Haji, uh, from Yorgi Haji from Romania. Oh, okay. He was, a, he was a soccer player, so I've Haji between the shoulder blades, and it it kept going. It didn't stop. <laughs> so I like to think think I'm done now, but we'll see. I knew it had to be with something like I was a rebel when I was a kid. Yeah. So were you that kind of a kid growing up? I was. And I where was. was that? So I grew up just outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, called Downingtown, Pennsylvania. Um. Yeah, brother and sister, uh, very involved with youth group in the church, uh, very intelligent. Uh, I just wanted to play sports. You know, church never took for me. Um, I just wanted to be with friends and play sports. I didn't care about school. Um, I just got my C's and moved on to the next year, and I was happy. Um, so something in me just said, you know, I'm just not like them. My parents are beautiful human beings. Uh, they're still together today. Uh, again, my si siblings, very, very straight edge. Um, I was set up for success. I mean, I, anything I ever wanted, any sport I wanted to play, um, I was given the opportunity to play and transportation was always there. Uh, my father is a very hard worker, so he always uh, supported us. Uh, my mom, in the same sense, she, she always worked. Um, so, so why the youth group and the uh, school didn't stick for me? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still trying to figure that out. But did it lead to trouble? It did. For, for um, some reason, I, I always had a temper. Uh, my, my fuse was about as short as a needle. Um, it, I would get set off pretty easily. I remember in third grade for the first time, the, the, the teacher left the classroom and I stood up and just smacked a guy right across the face. I think just because he accidentally elbowed me, I think was the reason. Um, and from that point on, I remember punching holes in the walls in my parents' basement, trying to cover it up with a picture. They found it eventually. Um, I just always, uh, I felt the need to be tough. You know, that you weren't going to tell me anything um, and that I was just going to do it my way. Did it lead to trouble with the law? Uh, I was never incarcerated. 
but that was by the grace of God alone. Um, I was, let's see, one of the silliest things I did was 16, 17 years old, was having some beers, went down and actually stole a wheelchair off of an elderly woman's home. Why? It, a wheelchair? I don't know. I don't know. It for fun. That's what it was. It was fun. It was fun. And, and there was no remorse. Um, I just didn't know better. And, and it was all fun. It was, um, look what I can do, I guess. And uh, again, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to do my own way. I got this. So um, going on from there, uh, again, by the grace of God, I was never, I never killed anybody. I was behind the wheel um, drinking and driving hundreds of times. I remember falling asleep at the wheel one time and waking up about a foot or two from the guardrail on the other side of the road that if somebody was coming, you know, God only knows what, what, uh, what would have happened. Um, gotten dabbled with marijuana, um, later after a divorce in 2017, uh, took up a cocaine habit. Um, so the only difference between me and some of the guys on this campus is I didn't get caught. Hmm. When did God come back into this? Hmm. Through the divorce. I, I can't necessarily say that I was ever addicted to alcohol. I did it for fun. Um, can't necessarily say I was addicted to cocaine. Um, it was a weekend habit. Um, but the strongest addiction I had was women and uh, sexual promiscuity, uh, which led to divorce in 2017. Um, at that point, we, we were together 10 years and only married for one year. Um, and at that point, I hit rock bottom. It was, I was working with my father, uh, which was great. It was a blessing in itself, but it, I had no purpose. It's not what I desired to do. Um, the divorce was going through and actually in 2017 ended up on a suicide hotline. Not, not necessarily believing that I was going to do anything, but just tired of being a burden. Felt like I was just there. I was just worthless, you know, had no purpose. Uh, so a couple months after that, walked into church, the church I grew up in, was going there consistently for a month or two, uh, but decided I couldn't stay in the area. So packed up, sold everything I owned, uh, rented a SUV and drove to Miami and became a personal trainer for a year. Now, granted, I had just started the cocaine habit. So Miami is obviously not the uh, ideal place to be. Uh, depending on how you want to look at that. Um, but I was going to church, um, but I was still getting blackout drunk. I was still on the hunt for women. Um, so by the end of the year in Miami, that's when you know the Lord kept nudging me to Nashville. Nashville just kept coming up. And when I came to Nashville, um, the conviction for God kept growing. But it wasn't really until August of 2019 uh, when God said, it's a feeling I'll never forget. I was working in a bar on Broadway and uh, I couldn't go back in. God is just essentially just saying, you're done. You're done. I need you now. You're done. So from that week on, I uh, quit the bar jumped both feet into my faith and said, God, I'm going to come to know you. 
I jumped into a men's group, which I'm still a part of two years later. Uh, started to lead a college ministry through the church I was at. Uh, in October of 2019, my mom asked, are you going to go to seminary? I said, I think I am. So I jumped in at Liberty University, got my Master of Divinity degree in uh, uh, Christian leadership and church ministry, completed that in July 5th of this year, and then came on staff here about six weeks ago in September. So my journey uh, with Christ uh, progressed very quickly. You you get the new, young guys and the guys that just gotten out yeah. and you spend that first month or so with them. Any issues with them where they say, well, you hadn't been incarcerated. You don't know what life is like on the inside. How do you, how do you relate with them? I haven't. I haven't experienced that yet. Um, I don't harp on um, their imprisonment. It's more, I understand what you went through. I understand um, what led you to incarceration. I've done a majority of what you've done. Um, and if God can change me, he can change you. So I haven't had those questions yet. I wouldn't be surprised if they came up, uh, but I am intentional to get to know what's it like in there you know tell me tell me what your years in incarceration was like and why you want to be here you know what is going to be different this time um, and they're just they're very receptive and very open well you've touched all of it with the anger you had the alcohol dabbling with the drugs women all these elements of it just give you and you got those great tats so you got some street cred yeah, to walk yeah, inside yeah, that place yeah I, I love talking to you listen I, the, you know the name of the program has put a word on it yeah. if you got a word for me i do so so from psalm 37 it says to do four things it says to trust in the lord delight your ways in the lord commit to the lord and be still and wait patiently for the lord so out of those i picked commit and it's commit your ways to the Lord. Trust him and he will act. Commit takes discipline, doesn't yeah, it? Sure does. Sure does. Yeah. When you when you go from one foot into Christ to both feet, yeah. then you can really see a move. I think you're going to be a powerful influence to these men. Appreciate it, Rudy. This is just where you're meant to be. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. Well, I enjoyed the interview, but I am jealous. I mean, he's so big and strong and so healthy, and he's got all that street cred. He walks in with those guys. I'm sure they pay attention to him, but he's got that big, beautiful smile. I enjoyed spending time with Mark. And I like what he said, commit, because you can just sense that from him. In order to be a man of God or a woman of God, you've got to first make a choice and then commit to that decision. It takes discipline to be a man of God. And that's what I think he presents to these guys that are here at Valor Ridge. So it's a wonderful new addition to the staff. We enjoyed spending time with them. And thank you for joining us and join us again next time as we put a word on it. You've been listening to Put a Word on It. We would love for you to subscribe wherever you download fine podcasts. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify. Put a Word on It is brought to you by Men of Valor. To learn more, go to movnashville.com.